This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good afternoon, St. Louis DGS on KMOX. Happy Monday to you. I almost had to check to see if it was Monday. <laughs> what other day could it be? Uh, none. But it just—it was a short weekend. It was so a short it weekend. It feels agree. like I should have one more day. What if I wish Let's real hard make it happen. my breath? Yeah. yeah. You can make that happen. All right. Who the hell is calling already? What? They're telling you it's Monday, Dave. <laughs> so it is. <laughs> I just want to confirm helpful. it's Monday. Well, I need him to get off the phone. <laughs> that was that. Uh, his phone was breaking up. I couldn't really hear. I think he wanted to say something to Amy. Did he try, was he trying to win Barry Manilow tickets? We're giving those away. Oh, exciting. Oh, couldn't give those away to me. Um, that's rude. Yeah. Copacabana. That's yeah. a great song. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not. I was gonna. Okay. I was gonna invite you to be my date to Barry Manilow, but you just lost your invitation. Well, we could double with someone who I know. Who's that? Someone that would make an even weirder couple than you and me. (laughs) (laughs) Hate to start the show with this. It's awkward for me. A little bit embarrassing. I just found out this morning. What? Evidently, Andrew's dating my mom. <laughs> oh! oh Hello, no. son. Yeah. Hello, son. <laughs> I didn't care for that. I didn't like that either. Yeah. <laughs> Last night, he took her dinner, and uh, he watched the Grammys with her. Are you oh, seriously Is, are you for real? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was fun. That's it was a, a blast. Funny a, calls it. That's adorable. <laughs> it yeah. was a great time. <laughs> No, uh, my, my wife and I, we took uh, we took her over some now, steak and shake. I need to know how you roll. <laughs> <laughs> Getting your wife involved in this. Hamburger, french fries, a, a chocolate shake. Yeah, very nice. I, I couldn't go over this weekend, and I was texting with my friend Andrew, and he and his wife liked to go out for drives, and I said, hey, if you ever drive that way, I'd be happy to pick up the tab, and he did, and they had a great time, and... I got such a thing now. So. That is so cute. <laughs> yeah. I asked her, I said, would you like us to come back sometime? And she said, yes, please. So, mm-hmm. so. She said she, she didn't seem to be enjoying the Grammys that much. <laughs> yeah, so we. <laughs> Your mom's just like me. I we, mean, <laughs> dinner, we all ate dinner at the table, and then she's like, let's go watch TV. So we went uh, and, and sat in the living room, and the Grammys were already on TV. And we watched it for like a bit. And you could just kind of tell that she's like. Yeah, I don't know. Trevor's not a big Doja Cat fan, so <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Trevor, Trevor Noah wasn't doing a great job of hosting, and I right. think she could tell. Yeah, didn't uh, he host last year? I don't know, but I can't stand that guy. He was so annoying. So uh, you and me, bad. Mom and Andrew. Yep. Yeah. I right. Think, why not? Why? 
Why not? Why not? <laughs> Evidently, Megan's going to be in the mix. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to have to get more tickets. Um, yeah, I wrote this down in my on my notebook last night while I watched the Grammys, uh, you know, episodically, you know, go back to it, come back, go back to it, you know, leave. Um, and I wrote, and I really mean this, I think I know the answer, but why do I hate so much when I watch things like this. <laughs> like, I can watch uh, a new series or a, a trailer for a movie and go, not my cup of tea, but uh, thanks for making it. But when it is the Grammys, I get so unnaturally angry. Now, I think it's the obvious. I think it's uh, aging and the fear of death and being no longer relevant. And I don't know who these people are. And also, when you're older, you get mad at the uh, idiocy of youth, you know? Mm. And I wish I could be more. I really do. I really do. If I could take a pill and be like, look at those kids pulling the shenanigans. Oh, boy, back in my day. I, You know? Like, I really wish I could be happy for them, but I'm not. <laughs> and it just, like, it happens every year. I always think it's, it's for me at least, it's it's like, Kind of like the Oscars, Emmys, all that. You're told like this is the biggest night. It's well, event TV, and you that, ha- and you have to like you're it because right. everyone you're right. likes you're it. Right. There are two. There are two aspects of it. Uh, one, I feel bad for because I should because I'm feeling badly at people for just living their lives. Uh, but the second one is, and I've been saying this the better part of ten years. Why are we still doing this? This award show should have gone away. Uh, I was going to say with beauty pageants, but those haven't gone away. People, women are still playing the piano and wearing bikinis and people are giving them numbers, uh, you know, to judge them. But I like the award shows, especially after COVID and Mm -hmm. especially after everything we've been through. Uh, they they really push on that bruise. Well, I think you know? so because these are people who have run, won the gene pool and the life pool in every way. These are the most beautiful people, the most talented people, the richest people, the most successful people all getting together for a very fancy event where they give each other prizes for how awesome they are. And complain when they don't get it. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, well, Jay, not, like Jay-Z did the not whole giving thing. the prizes to themselves. There are, like, uh, governing bodies that do this. I mean, but they... I mean, they're they kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, you can be part of the Grammys if you're a musician, but you get the point. It, and people aren't going, well, I mean, maybe you are, but most people don't watch the Oscars or watch the Golden Globes and say, well, I mean, they, they're they not giving the awards to themselves. It kind of feels like it when it's over and over again, and especially when presenters are, you know, they're also famous people. It kind of feels like it's just famous people slapping each other on the back going, man, oh, man, we're well, right, amazing. You're the youngest one on the team, and I think you kind of feel similarly, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed when Miley Cyrus won her Grammy. She said, uh, none of this is important. She was like, it is important. It's important to us. And she gestures towards the people who won the Grammy with her. But she was like, this is not important in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I appreciated that, just hearing that from an artist, because most of the time it is like, oh, thank God I won. Because if I didn't. Drake, on the other hand, said this is not important, but in the most conceited way possible. (laughs) Like, this isn't important because they're not recognizing me. And this is nothing to our community. And so he found a way to make himself an even bigger jerk. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't think I'm not saying it's not interesting to watch award show or you can't appreciate how talented they are. I'm just I think one reason why it's easy to sit and judge or kind of hate on it a little bit is because it is 
over the top with these people. You don't necessarily feel terrible going, okay, Drake, get over yourself versus, you know, people in real life trying to just go about their day, make it to soccer practice, make dinner. Yeah, but that's who watches. Homework. No, but you understand I mean, it gets my huge, point. It gets huge viewership because people like that, I mean, like us normies, we watch. Maybe we do some hate watching. Mm-hmm. I think Maybe some people, people just watching. like the music and they want to see the live performances. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the normies are the one that make it happen. If nobody watched, they'd stop doing it. But they're it. not mutually exclusive groups. You can watch it and enjoy it and also judge and go like, oh, man, I hate this guy. It's just easier because it's entertainment. I don't think they're mutually exclusive in the same way. There have been like New York Times articles about how people watch Hallmark, but then like judge it and like, oh, this plot is so cheesy. But they're still watching it and they enjoy it. They're not they're not exclusive. I agree with that, Amy. And Mm -hmm. Dave and I were talking about Taylor Swift in the office. And I'm not going to go into what was said because I don't want the Swifties to come after us. No, we don't need that. (laughs) But I said, you guys said she's got no talent. No, but I did say, I was like, I I like Taylor and everything. She's just so overexposed that I don't feel bad hating on her at the same. It's like she's just always in my face all the time. I think it is natural to have those negative thoughts when someone's just never out out of so, your line of sight. Then the football guys are feeling that because they don't like all the Taylor stuff with football. Is that the same thing? Um, I I don't think it's necessarily the same thing. I don't thing mean it's rooted she's... in the same thing because a lot of those guys just being idiots. But like just that sick of them kind of thing. I'm sick of this. I don't want this in my in my on my TV anymore. Yeah, but I mean if they wrote a book or sang a song and then she said, Oh, I like this guy, they would take all the for sure. The yeah. Well, this is why I'm asking gets. because yeah. it's Super Bowl week and we're going to hear this all week long. We're going to hear a bunch of dudes being like, Can't go, we're going to see more Taylor. And, and it doesn't really matter. Now, you're not seeing Taylor for 42 seconds mm-hmm. in a Grammy setting or in a, I don't know, when she's being interviewed as opposed to like TV where it's a cut shot here yeah. and a cut shot there. I do think people get sick of the biggest stars in the world after a time because that's when you're the biggest star, do you're you, everywhere. Do you think that you lose your. You don't lose it, but do you think that your gear for humility and being humble gets a little rusty when you're that hmm. famous? Yes. Because when uh, when when Taylor took the stage the first time, she won an award, and I was a little surprised. And I have no, like, I, I really don't. I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't care. Uh, but when she, the first thing she said was, this is my 13th Emmy. I was like... Okay. And then it was like, I have a giant surprise for you. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She's going to get married to Travis Kelsey. Um, <laughs> and, but no, it was, I have a new album coming out. Yeah. I just thought it was a little self-serving, a little self-indulgent. No, like, oh, my God, I'm so humbled. And I'm just, I mean, yeah. fake it if you have to. I, yeah. And I don't know how you are, Taylor Swift, and stay relatively normal or have any That's what any I'm saying. Maybe you just lose it. Because one time I paid for an upgrade at Southwest and I was a four mm-hmm. and I have not been the same to be honest. Like yeah. that's like the new standard of like, I've been, a, you know, I was a 59, but one time I was a four and you get really used to that. That was like, and I say this as a joke because how in the world, like me getting a four suddenly felt so fancy. How do Hollywood celebrities remain relatively I think there's really normal? something to that. I, I think mean, you probably do have a hard time. I remember back, this this will tell you how long I've been doing the show, when uh, Katie Couric got a new contract, it was either 7 or 14 million, it was a multiple of 7, my OCD remembers that, and uh, I said on the air, I said, if I'm ever making 7 or 14 million, which in today's money is probably more like 20, 25, 
I said, if I ever make it that big, I will have nothing in common with you normies. And I'll have nothing for you because I will be living a life and I will have to pretend to understand what your lives are like. And I think there's something fair to that. I think it's very difficult to be to make a living being relatable when you are making tens of millions of dollars. Could be wrong. I hope to find out. <laughs> I don't think I will. But but I think that when you're doing a billion-dollar tour mm-hmm. and literally every single person who sees you recognizes you and wants something from you, I kind of feel for him. I don't mm-hmm. feel for him like, oh, poor thing. But I, I give him a little grace, cut him a little slack for not seeming the nicest or the most humble because that would have to be a weird way to live your life. Yeah. I mean, I see, I've seen it with athletes from the dawn of time. I mean, yeah. I've been covering this for 30 years and you'll see a guy that's 23 years old who has an attitude about him. Like he is the authority on all things because yeah. everybody's kissed his ass since he was 14 years old. Yeah. I mean, everybody's told you you're the best. You're yeah. number one. You are, we need you. You're important. You're the most important guy on the team. And you, know, and you can't just push that away. I'm not sure how this will sound. Um, uh, but I've met a lot of famous people, and I give it to them. Like, yes, you deserve to be famous, lead singer of Night Ranger or whoever it is that's famous to me. Uh, the only people I think, though, or the ones who really should be given the accolades, like when uh, Nick was in the NICU, and it was like felt like touch and go there for a while. And this group of doctors, I'll never forget it, watching this group of doctors hover over my five-minute-old baby. And those are the people, to me, that you can go, you're pretty effing cool, right? And, like, thank you for what you've done, and I hope your life is fantastic. And if you're not humble, I get it. Comparing someone like that to Taylor Swift or Kurt Warner Or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if what you do is entertainment, good for you. I'm glad you're so good at it that you can be rich and you can get free meals and all that kind of stuff. But if suddenly the apocalypse happens, I don't care that you can sing. I don't care that you're funny. I don't care that you can throw a football 65 yards. You're now useless in this new world. Uh, I'm more impressed by people who would be useful even after that. Make sense? Okay, Andrew, break up with my mom. <laughs> 123 DGS, we have, uh, I started to say quite a show for you, but we have a show. Uh, we put one together. We have Jim Talent coming up at 2. Uh, Chet is going to be with us because there should be some legal stuff coming down today. Uh, Sweet 16 with Skip coming up, uh, Dave Murray 3.30. And the phones are always open for you guys, 314-436-7900. 800-925-1120. Uh, this is sort of dovetails in with what we're just talking about, super famous, super rich people. Um, and no one knows the answer to this, but I'm interested in, in your guts on it. Uh, how big do you think the gap is between the average life, let's say just Americans, middle class Americans, not super poor people from El Salvador and not the royal family from Saudi, but just normal Americans, middle middle class what do you think the gap is between the real life that they are leading and the hype uh, of movies and television and, and so forth? You know, just thinking about like every movie uh, with with very, very few notable exceptions. Uh, a man called Otto 
you know, Tom Hanks and he's cranky and he's a curmudgeon, but you know, gosh darn well, by the end, everyone's going to love him and he's going to save a kid from a well. You know, it's like in the real world, Otto's going to die alone and lonely and no one's going to like him. You feel me? So you're saying how how is that life in real life compared to how it's portrayed? Yeah. I would say that it's... It, I don't think it's anywhere near the norm. There's always there's always something special put into it about a movie, right? Like, like you just said, the difference between a person who finds something and the person that never does. I think there are a lot more of the, of the people that just never do, and nobody's going to tell that story. It's, see, that's an interesting response. You know what I mean? I, I think the the norm is a lot less. Yeah. I don't mean less money. Less. I think it's just it's less dramatic. It's less of a thing. It's more just constant life. Well, yeah, this is like the example I always use because they talk if I talk about being homeschooled and homeschool families and then that awful show like 19 kids or 20 kids and counting or whatever. People say, oh, that's a homeschool family. And what I always say is there's a reason they made a show about these people because they're weird and no one I know lives like that. And maybe they found another weird family to put on the show that also lives like them. That's a good point. The vast majority of homeschoolers aren't like that yeah and that's why there's a show about them because they're weird both good points Rach, any thoughts um i'm thinking more of like just how things have changed in movies since i was a kid just the way like lifestyles are represented i don't know if you guys have picked up on this but it just seems like every movie it's like this is a normal family well that normal family seems like they make about five million dollars a year based on their car and their house (laughs) it's like every sitcom yeah right but it used to be like you would just see a much more normal experience yeah i mean even like uh what's the alex p keaton what's that one called uh family ties is that what that is? Mm-hmm. They, that was like a normal house, right? Like that was what... You don't see normal houses anymore. Yeah. It's all like multimillionaires, like very upper, 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 upper middle why, class. Why is that? Least. Are we tired of watching ourselves? Is that no longer huh. interesting? Well, I know like the original Roseanne was lauded for that, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was very normal. I mean, like it, it looked like your life. Like your, it looked like your house that you would drive by or that you lived in. You know, that was very normal. I don't know. But the I mean, I don't, lo- I don't love stuff that's super normal because I live normal. But the people are in Roseanne, too, it was like normal looking people. Although some of them are certain- cliches, right? I mean, they're exaggerations right. of what real people are like. But like friends, right? They picked beautiful <laughs> people, right? In this yeah. like amazing apartment. Yeah, living in these super expensive apartments they could never afford with the right. jobs they had. Yeah. But also that's like a pretty good looking group of friends yeah. versus just <laughs> regular yeah. people. And you can generally kind of Ra- tell by Rach the show. and I have talked about this. Uh, I like BBC shows yeah. because almost no one's beautiful. <laughs> There'll be a whole show about a detective named McMick and McMick. And like, he's just a normal guy. Yeah. And he's got a wart on his face and the yeah. receding hairline. And you can actually pay attention to the story. Yeah. Their tastes are, are not ours. Right. They're, they're, that guy's first name is Mick. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> a lot of the, a lot of the actors you'll see on the British shows, they're all like, they're, they're good looking, but they're normal good looking. They're yeah. like what you would see at the mall or at yeah. the store where I the U S version are all the made up. Like, I bet you that's what people think of the U S like, I'm like sure. that, yeah. that, oh yeah, yeah. Like every, they're pretending that everyone's beautiful with big boobs and giant biceps and a muscle car. And you know what I mean? It's like, that's probably the cliche about us yeah. abroad. Well, there's the, the this has been I mean, Wheeler big. fits that. Yeah. I well, I mean, say, like, some of us have to. I mean, you have to do it. Yeah. Some but of us have spoilers there's been, there's been a, biceps. <laughs> there's been a big, uh, 
I don't know what we say, a trend in the last couple of days, like Instagram versus not versus normal life, right? Where people are like, this is what I look like in normal life. And this is what I look like on Instagram. And like, as the, I think the image of America is the Instagram image. Yeah. And the BBC image is just normal life. I think you're right. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For DGS, I'm KMOX. So I haven't talked to both of you about this, but I get the idea that Rachel and Andrew may have different visions of the Apple Vision Pro. First of all, Maybe. someone explain it to me. You want to explain it, Andrew? So it's it's the it's the newest. She piece just of, said that like the uh, the girl who's really good at chess in the movie, and she knows she's going to beat you in a minute. <laughs> no, no, it's just a, I just think we do have a difference. Of <laughs> Would you like to move first, Andrew? Uh, Would you like to move the horsey man? <laughs> maybe closer than you think. So so it's the newest piece of of miracle, you know, wearable tech. It's a it's a. Uh, Big old glasses headset thing that you put over your face, and it's uh, minority report style, right? It, it it visualizes the the computations in front of you. Like you can have the screen where these are your text messages over here, and then up against that wall over there is where you're going to put your virtual TV that you can watch you know, TV shows on. And then you have your virtual stereo down here to the left, so you can poke that whenever you want to listen to a song. Or but none of these things are real. They are real in the sense that they're as real as, like, if you had it on your phone and you were touching okay. it. So um, you can touch the stereo and it can play your favorite song. But you you're not touch touching the, a physical object. Right, right. And you can touch the TV and it'll play a real show. Yes. Okay. Oh, but okay. it's but it's not, like, a physical, like, if you slap the TV, you're not going to actually, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hit anything with your hand. And I think it's pretty cool because you don't, you actually, you're not, like, reaching up and, like, oh, I'm going to point at and click on this. You just look at it and it can tell that you're making eye contact with it and then you just pinch your finger and that's how you tap. That's how you select something. So, like, clicking your mouse. Yes, exactly. And your mouse is also your eyes, which is pretty neat. Amy, you made a noise. (laughs) I was thinking, like, looking at it. Sorry, pinch your finger. Like You just, like pinch like tap like this yeah. like i've seen that on ads yeah 
So you're not touching anything. Just, nope. You're just. You can tell yeah. that you're pinching your mm-hmm. fingers together. Based on yeah, based on what you're looking at, and then because it's all it's all um, like spatial technology. Like you're not wearing special gloves or anything like that. Like at all, it's just recognizing the space that you have put yourself in. You know, typically like somebody's like house or apartment or whatever. And I think for house and apartment use, I think it's pretty cool. I saw a really neat demo of it uh, over the weekend of somebody who has like they had a. You may have seen it already, Rach. That they had like a, a grocery list on the fr- pinned to the fridge. And they had, like, a cooking uh, instructional video right above where they were, like, going to be making dinner. And they had the TV up against the wall and the music mm-hmm. over here. And it, it seemed like a really cool. And, and all those things stay that way as you, like, move through your house or move through your whatever space that you're in. And it is extremely cool. I think it is dangerous at best and kind of foolish. Mm-hmm. The number of people that seem to be trying to wear them outside of the house. That seems yeah, like I've a seen really people bad walking idea. in them and even a guy uh, driving in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems like a really poor idea. Also, I don't like that it's like $4,000. Yeah, it's way too expensive. Because I would, well, I would, because I actually looked after seeing the demo, I was like, this is actually cool enough that like if it was, you know, 200, 300 bucks, I'd get one to play. I'm with. assuming you can like play video games and normal stuff too. I'm guessing, yeah, you can do normal computer stuff. I don't know about, like, video games and stuff, because that usually will require, like, a more powerful computer. I'm not paying four grand for something I can't play. I mean, I don't play video games, but I'm just saying, if yeah. I'm a, a guy that might like these... That's a good point. I'm not going to pay four grand for something I can't play video games on. What if it means you don't have to have a physical TV anymore? And like, that is one of the use cases. Or a computer, or... A sound system, or I mean, like it's. I don't. I'm guessing it's not there yet. But yeah. what? It, but it, but if it becomes the one thing, like think what your phone replaces. Well, you, know you don't need next. a calculator. You don't need. Um, you don't need a Bluetooth. I'm sorry. A uh, what do we call this? You don't need an iPod anymore, right? It's your phone. So, don't you think they already have a prototype of this, but with uh, contact lenses? I mean, you, you definitely think they're working on it to to see it in person. Because that was my, I asked my wife what she thought about it, and her immediate reaction was like, yeah, it looks like it hurt your neck. Isn't that something along the lines of what Stephen Hawking had? As far as his eyes, they had like, there's some, he could look at things to mm-hmm. spell out words that would then get put into voice. Like take two like there's So whether it's glasses or... <laughs> island now. Yeah. But I mean, I, they, I think they already have that technology where you can track your eyes. Uh, yeah, I'm sure computer called jeff i just think it's the i mean call jeff <laughs> this is definitely the future of we're not gonna they're gonna make it into like a slimmer yeah prototype like no one wants to wear these big ski goggles. right, right, right. this is gonna, the first version do you think this is the next version of the iphone in that yes everyone has a smartphone and everyone's gonna have one of these i think so maybe That's, it's not the apple brand but right. i think they're i i just think that the tutorials I've watched, the vlogs I've watched about it, it's pretty cool. Like, I'm not a big, oh, I need the latest and greatest thing, but I do think this is the future of computing. I think people are going to start working this way. Yeah. Um, there was a video of a guy who was wearing these glasses in Times Square and getting work done because he had, like, a keyboard out and he could just have his computer up and but still see everything going on around him. I yeah. mean, it was really neat. Yeah, and to be clear, like, this is, they're not marketing this as, like, a fun gadget. They are yeah. marketing this as, like, this is... The future of gotcha. what we are trying to do. 
And Rach, congrats. You're about to buy a $26,000 home. <laughs> hey. I know. I, I've seen these on like the Home Depot website and on Amazon. It's basically like you're buying a shed. I was going to say yeah. a shed. It's kind of an expensive work It's sheds. kind of a glorified shed. <laughs> yeah. What do they call them? They have like a name for them, right? Uh, I don't know. Mini house. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But there was a guy who, who bought one off of Amazon and chronicled it on TikTok. Yeah. And he was unhappy with his $26,000 oh, home. Prefab. Um, that's but what Oh, okay. But he was saying, like, ah, I'm not even going to live in this. I'm going to rent this out as an Airbnb, which is an interesting use. But I, <laughs> yeah. I have genuinely, I mean, as a millennial who doesn't think they're going to own, like, a real house anytime soon, I've looked at these and been like, hmm, I, I could maybe make that work. Maybe I can smash two of them together or something. <laughs> I'm in a yeah, three- just buy a whole bunch of those. Right. There are, I mean, I don't think it's a huge thing, but there are people that just buy shipping containers. And yeah. weld them together and turn it into like a two or three level house. I've only seen uh, the cool ones. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Those are they're pretty cool when they're cool. Yeah, you know, and someone really does a nice job with it. And if you like living alone, it works. And I say that as someone who is living in a three hundred square foot apartment and it's a studio and it's super cute, but it's definitely for one person. Mm-hmm. You live in a three hundred square foot apartment studio? Yeah. Wow. I, I uh, yes, I am in a three hundred square foot studio. Are you even able to fall down? Would you just hit a wall? <laughs> I would hit the fridge. <laughs> and it's a mini fridge. So it's safe. a small fridge. It's so like, cute. It's literally like one of those going, cabins going, on a cruise. Going. It's actually real. It's really cute and it's the cutest little space. But you can't. Have any other living creature in there. Right. Yeah. Not even a house? <laughs> no, no company. <laughs> no company, no roaches. There's not enough room. Hmm. And what's the deal about, uh, is it someone who's 100 years old? Yeah, this, this person just turned 100. It was mm-hmm. a man, and he has eaten at McDonald's every morning for the past 36 years and wow. just celebrated his <laughs> 100th birthday at McDonald's. So congratulations, wow. Happy birthday to this man, yeah, the ultimate McDonald's fan. Speaking <laughs> of McDonald's, they're offering free burgers for a year if you can spot the car driven by the Hamburglar. That's right. <laughs> That's my girl. Uh, that is my girl. You guys will excuse me. I have something I need to attend to. <laughs> it's a custom 1970 Plymouth Barracuda. It's the Hamburglar's getaway car. Ooh. Now I can't. Even, sorry, I didn't mean to say yeah. it like that. Now, I like. I it just like right. it better. It's yeah, it feels yeah. right. It, it is sounds better. more right than Hamburglar. <laughs> once, once you say something like that, you just you can't go back. No, you can't. And when I say it correctly, I have to really lean into the ham, like Hamburglar. Because <laughs> he's saying burgling ham. <laughs> Let's hope you don't have to say it in normal right. life. <laughs> really lean into the ham. Get to like a performance review. Say hamburger for <laughs> meeting new people, and they're like, just out of nowhere, who's your favorite character from McDonald Land? You're like, oh god, like, um, grimace, <laughs> hamburger, grimace. Yeah, free burgers for a year if you can spot that guy's car. I don't under like. Do you just have to see it? And then you, like, call McDonald's? Photo? Uh, can we read the article? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I want, I want free burgers. Uh, if you're right? interested, hit up spothamburglar.com. <laughs> swear to God. And there. Fill out an entry form. Uh, they're selecting four winners at the end of February. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So, there you go. <laughs> I'm filling it out right now. I bet you are. Probably. Is it already a tab on your computer? <laughs> it's my home screen. <laughs> <laughs> Pops up right when I open the yeah. Frequently visited. Yeah, say that's his new ringtone. Rubble, rubble. The hottest new bedtime for 20 somethings is old people bedtime. 
I saw this. Yeah, people are going out uh, drinking and eating and dancing at 5 or 6 p.m. They want to be home by 7 or 8 p.m. They want to be in bed by 9 p.m. In order to get eight hours of sleep. Yeah, this reminds me, one of my best ideas I got laughed at for. So for 20 years, I played almost every Friday and Saturday in the Dave Glover Band. And uh, anyone in a, in a band knows you play 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. And uh, I said to the bar owners, I said, you're really, you could have two sittings. Mm -hmm. You could have people come in at six or seven and play until eight or nine, then have another band come in like they they do over at uh, Harley Jones, which plays over on the east side. Pops. Pops. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And they just laughed at me. They're like, Dave, no no one wants to go out at 6 p.m. And I'm like, I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would like to go see uh, a band a and have some toasted wraps at 6 p.m. Yeah, yeah, I got laughed out of the place for that. Yeah. I think it would work, though, now that we know that the young cool kids are doing it. Well, especially now, like, I just, are they like, cool? in the winter, you just can't bring yourself to go out after 5 p.m. because it gets dark out. Because it's midnight at yes. 6. That's what it feels like. Wheel's not mm-hmm. a fan. I'm just, I don't know. I didn't realize you guys were all that old. I love going to bed early. Mm. You don't go out anyway. What? I didn't say I like to go out. No, oh, not, no, no, no. Not you. he's looking at Wheeler. <laughs> I'm sorry, not you. Amy. I don't I go. Know. I mean, I don't go out to party. Like I don't go to a club and be like, "Hey guys, let's go clubbing." Yeah, I'm not sure who's older, <laughs> me going to bed at ten, or you going to bed at one after running and dancing with your dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I mean, I'm. It's just with the dog. It's not. It's because of the video game. What, you, what would it be other than with the dog? <laughs> no, no. I mean, like it's. It's not. That's not the point. It's not a. Are we uh, looking for here. It's not a. It's not a dance. You know, the, like just because you feel like dancing with your dog, you're dancing to celebrate a game a game win, and he he happens to be there. My wife says I have to run <laughs> laps around the there. house, or else Amy, I'll stay I think up I cut a little closer to the quick on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's the dog's idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, he makes it happen. <laughs> the dog just happens to be there, okay? I just... I mean, he sits on the couch with me, so. It's not slow dancing, very rarely. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely uh, more like break dancing. Uh, you should see him spin, it's great. 152, DGS and Cam Wax. We just had a really cute moment on the break. Uh, so, Rach and I are uh, co addicted to caffeine. And so every day about noon. <laughs> we do. We get our fix at the same yeah, time. Every day at noon. She bought us a Keurig. She's like, Keurig downstairs or Celsius. And so today we got a Celsius, which is an energy drink with caffeine. And uh, on the break, Rach goes, well, that Celsius is making me some feel some kind of way. And uh, what did Amy say? <laughs> Amy goes, does that have alcohol in it? <laughs> she legit like, just yeah. asked Rach, are you drinking at work? <laughs> just getting lit before the show. You know how I roll. Uh, she goes, well, I knew the DGS brought a whole new, like, easy, breezy, cool vibe <laughs> to Cam Relax. So, yeah, we're just drinking. I thought, like, in my head, it was like her saying, man, that White Claw is certainly doing something. And I just thought, oh, she's drinking a seltzer. Amy's like, I don't know about the alcohols. <laughs> don't talk to me until I've had my morning four loco. Right. <laughs> they do, in fairness, they do look like a light, a White Claw or something. Yeah. No, that's true. The can does? Yeah, the can does. I used to be, so Tony Colombo used to drink a root beer every day in a brown bottle. Yeah. And every day I would think he was drinking a beer. Like, yeah. just because out of the corner of your eye, you're like, oh, there he is. And then you'd realize he's obviously not doing that because we're at work. <laughs> that's one habit I've never tried to kick, caffeine. 
I, I've tried to kick it before and it gave me bad headaches. Yeah, I remember. Which yeah. probably is more of an indicator that I should quit than anything mm. else, but uh, I can't. I'm not interested in quitting caffeine. <laughs> caffeine is, uh, it's a good I'm thing. I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm just not. Andrew's like, <laughs> caffeine, like I can't quit you. knocked on his door. Hello, sir. I'm here to help you kick caffeine. Hmm. I'm not interested in what you're selling. <laughs> Go sell crazy somewhere else. Oh, God, I feel bad. I had the uh, the Mormon show up at my house not too long ago. Oh, yeah? And it was, at the, in, it was after dark in the evening. You know, no one likes that. And I right away, it's like, well, it's either the Mormons or the good humor man, you know, because they're dressed like they're dressed. <laughs> Two super nice young guys. And they're like, hello there, sir. We're just wondering if we could talk to you about the gospel, blah, blah, blah. And I, I, here's exactly what I said. I said, guys, I'm an agnostic and I'm just not interested and there's no way you're going to convert me. But I respect what you're doing and I wish you the best of luck. And the one guy goes, whoa. (laughs) In that scenario, do you think it would be wrong to just, like, stare at the glass through them while you stand there and wait? Don't open the door, just look at them? They seem to appreciate it, you know? It's like... And I meant every word. Like, look, you guys are walking around on a rainy night trying to save people's souls. I'm in here watching Ancient Aliens. You know, yeah. I'm like, doing nothing. It's definitely a nicer response than they normally get. I'm yeah, sure. but yeah. like maybe maybe the people, like all the groups that do that, not just religious ones or whatever, but all groups of people that do the door knocking, maybe read the room now. Like people don't even want a phone call, let alone to have to go answer their door for someone they don't know. Like, don't knock on my door and be like, oh, you want us to look at your roof? No, I don't. I don't want you to look at anything. I will call yeah, someone if I, I want them to. I agree. I, every now and then I'll get a package delivered for a neighbor. Mm-hmm. And I'm even sheepish about walking over and knocking on, yeah. you know. Here's so I just stuff. I throw it and I run. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, Into the street. <laughs> throw it at the window. <laughs> Ding dong dashing his neighbors, but leaving a package. <laughs> <laughs> like, honey, what was that? It's like, it was a it's stupid Dave Glover guy again. Instead of a flaming bag of poo, it's just, here's your package. Just the top of your head poking out of the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I had that one time with two, uh, the, the two guys, they were on bikes, right, in their suits, and I was like outside on a path, like walking, like it wasn't at a house and they stopped and started talking and it, it got into, um, uh, like me quoting scripture quite oh boy, a bit. That would have been something. They rode their bike away from oh, me. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Amy, you did it. <laughs> you won. No, thank this you. Is not, this does not surprise me at all. <laughs> Amy's going to show up at the house of a latter day saying, like, like, look, <laughs> we're not interested. There's nothing you can say. And they're going to be like, oh, my God. respect what you're doing. We respect <laughs> what you're doing. We're watching Ancient Aliens. Just keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 